Release date, October 28th, 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of TBD Sportscast College Football with your host, I'm Mason. I'm Isaac. We are super excited to bring you another episode of TBD CFB. This is Season 3, Episode 11, episode entitled Week 9. Why? Because we're talking about Week 9 college football. Jumping straight in, making our picks with our game of the week. As usual, Isaac, why don't you tell the folks what our game of the week is? All right, folks, game of the week is 19th-ranked Kentucky at number 3-ranked Tennessee. Uh, that one's in Neyland in Knoxville. It's going to be a great game, a huge SEC East matchup. Normally it's one we probably talk about in basketball, but Kentucky's obviously had a pretty good squad in, in football the past couple of years, and Tennessee, Tennessee's back. It's what they're saying. I don't know if it's true or not, uh, but it's going to be a good one. So looking at the spread, it looks like Tennessee's favored by 12.5 points. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't think that's a bad spread, but you look at Tennessee's had a really good offense this year, and their defense has not been bad. I look back at, granted, LSU's offensive line is not the one. It's not like the the top tier one, but you know Tennessee's Tennessee's defensive line crushed us. Uh, Kentucky's had a pretty good defense, but all in all, man, I, I'm gonna have to go with the balls on this one. I think Tennessee will get it done, even though Kentucky will make it close. I don't think they'll cover the spread, but I think the balls take it. Yeah, you know, we were trying to figure out what our game of the week was going to be. Obviously, the number one game that we thought about that people were talking about is number two, Ohio State, number 13, Penn State. Uh, The consensus of the boys on this podcast was that it was most likely going to be a spanking, uh, just like Michigan spanked Penn State. We think Ohio State's going to do the same. Uh, You know, we'll make that pick in a second, obviously, but... With that being said, you know, we really think that out of, you know, the team that could beat the other team, we thought that Kentucky would have a closer shot at beating Tennessee than Penn State would have to beat Ohio State just because, you know, they're in the they're in the SEC and Kentucky's lost a game. They lost to South Carolina. We mentioned that a couple of times, but Will Levis is back. Um, and so and the thing we know about Tennessee, like we've been talking about, Tennessee has no defense. And that, that's, a, that's a big thing for me. It's like, do they have an explosive offense? 100%. Is Hendon Hooker like a Heisman quality ready quarterback? I think so. Personally, I do. I think Hendon Hooker is a great quarterback. He's super accurate. Uh, he can get out of the pocket and make plays when he needs to. He can use his feet um, and get first downs. Yeah, I mean, Hendon Hooker is a dual threat, and I, I think that he's, he's just a great quarterback. But yeah, like you, Isaac, man, I gotta go with Tennessee, dude. There, uh, I just don't see any way around it. Um, you know, I, I I like Tennessee in this one. I don't know if it's by twelve and a half. I think Kentucky might make it close. I mean, I think I think Kentucky has a great shot to win this game. But I still, I say, I say the Vols by about ten. I agree. And Joey's pick for this game is gonna be Tennessee. There you go, starting off our game of the week with a TBD triple pick. Moving on to our next game, we just mentioned it. It's number two, Ohio State, at number 13, Penn State, at 12 p.m. Uh, you know, there is some controversy that we were talking about this week, how this game is not a night game. This is a, I feel like this is a primetime game, two ranked opponents in the Big Ten, and it's got the, twel- and it's got the noon slot. Uh, I, I really don't agree with that. I really thought that should have been, been a nightcap, probably primetime, and I was kind of wondering why this was not the whiteout game. I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, trying to find time slots or, you know, with Fox or what, man. But seriously, this game this game should have been the whiteout. I mean, them, they had a chance to, to do the whiteout against Ohio State, one of the biggest and loudest games of the year at Penn State. And they did it against Minnesota. I think that's kind of weak, man. Like, what do you think just about that in particular? I think that in particular is very odd. You know, we talked about it before we got on here, but 
you know, Penn State's done the whiteout against Ohio State, I think, for like three or four straight matchups now, dating back to six or seven years ago. And then, of course, it alternates every year. You know, one year they're in, uh, they're at Penn State, the other year they're in Columbus. But looking at it from that perspective, it's weird because they had the opportunity. It's a top 15 matchup. Penn State's only loss is to Michigan, who is the only other competitive team besides Ohio State right now is the other top team in the, in the Big Ten. So the fact that it's not a night game or at least a 3.30 game is weird, man. 12 o'clock is for, for chumps, just to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree, man. I, I think that this definitely should have been nightcap, dude. It's primetime football at noon, and I, I just don't agree with that. With that being said, though, looking at the spread, obviously Ohio State is favored uh, 15 and a half, which is honestly... Uh, not as much as you'd consider. ESPN matchup predictor has Ohio State 79.6%, so rounded up to 80 might as well be. Um, and, I, and I think that's really fair. They have an explosive offense. Defense has some holes, and like I said last week, I said Iowa would expose some of those holes. And you know what? They did. Iowa exposed some holes in their defense um, and in their ability to score against a good defense. Now, that being said, obviously Ohio State still destroyed Iowa. But, you know, still, this is this is going to be a good game between Ohio State and Penn State. And just personally, I got Ohio State winning this. I really don't think there's a way that Penn State can win it. Uh, man, they, they just don't. They're, they're a bad second-half team, dude. It's like, that. yeah, they look okay in the first half, and then they just let teams run all over them. So I just don't think they know how to finish games. Ohio State's got the explosive offense. Penn State has a mediocre defense, which is not going to be able to do well. I say, I yeah, I call Ohio State to cover the spread on this one, and that pains me to say it. Who uh, Who will I be pulling for? Penn State, 100%. Obviously, screw Ohio State. Sorry, fans. Love you guys. In the name of the Lord, but I hate Ohio State. <laughs> all right, but yeah, who you got, man? I don't know, man. I, I, I think, well, first of all, I'll start by saying I've got Ohio State. I'll be pulling for Penn State harder than I ever have in my life. I pull for Penn State like I'm a true Nittany Lion every freaking year when these two teams play. Uh, but I, I think Ohio State covers the spread. You know, looking at the two teams, looking at the two teams on the, on the stat side, Ohio State, you know, has an average of 517 yards um, per game. They've average allowed 240. Penn State, on the other hand, only averages about 424 yards, and they give up just under 375. That's not where you want to be. You know, Ohio State has a, a 250 yard difference on their their spread. There, Flor- uh, Penn State's only got 50 yards. I don't think there's any reason why Ohio State won't cover, but we are. I've got the I'm <laughs> for the Nittany Lions, but I think the Bucks will do it. Absolutely, 100. percent and uh, just to get it in there, like usual, our good buddy Joey will be picking Ohio State University. Uh, there you go. Two TBD triple picks in a row, man. How are we going to get? Oh, and uh, speaking of the TBD predictions, yeah, I lost the lead. I went 7-3. and three. Joey got it back by one. For the first time in TBD Sportscast history, uh, we had a pick record of seven games or more uh, be perfectly picked. Joey went 10-0. and 0. Uh, so yeah, good week for him, man. Uh, me, but yeah, Isaac beating me too, eight and two. So yeah, it was a good week though. Good week in college football last week. You should have picked the Tigers. And I should have picked the Tigers. I don't know what happened, <laughs> man. Old, old piss let me down anyway. All right, moving on next game. So we have a lot of games this week that are not, you know, super exciting, but some of these games are actually, you know, there are two teams that have a lot of the same or close records. Uh, our next game up, we have Arkansas at Auburn at 12 p.m. Uh, this is another SEC matchup. Arkansas four and three, not the not the year they wanted, but tough conference in the West. Auburn the same thing, three and four, one and three in the conference. So they're both actually tied. They're both one and three in the conference. So uh, this is fighting for not the last spot in the West. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, just doing something different. We're actually gonna let Joey pick this one first. Uh, Joey's pick for this 
is Arkansas. That's that's I think that that's a good pick. And actually, I'm just gonna go ahead and make mine. I think Arkansas is gonna win this. The spread is actually uh, in yeah this. The spread is in Arkansas's favor uh, by three and a half points. Yeah, I call Arkansas the cover the spread more. Arkansas has been plagued with injuries a lot this season, but Auburn is just an all-around bad football team, man. I don't know what Bryson Harson is doing down there, uh, but they need to fix it, and they need to fix it fast. Yeah, I mean, you look at Auburn, you know, a team that, that quite frankly, was a really solid program three years ago. They had Bo Nix at quarterback, and I call him Twinkle Toes because of how he played against LSU in 2021. But all you know, Bo picks. But you know, looking back at it, in you know, 2019, I actually I went to that game in Baton Rouge and they played LSU really close, and that was a good LSU team, you know. And you know, Auburn is kind of in the same boat as LSU. They kind of fell from grace rather quickly. Um, but all in all, looking at it, I, I'm I'm on the same side with with Mason and Joey. I'm gonna give it a, t- a TBD triple pick. I've got I've got the Hogs. Uh, I think Arkansas will go in there, and and even though the ESPN FPI has given Auburn a fifty six percent chance, I think I think all around Auburn has too many flaws as a as a team. You know, this is a team that was beating LSU seventeen to zero, and credit credit to LSU's defense, but they gave up. You know, they, they didn't score any points for the last two and a half quarters of the game, and you know, again credit LSU's defense, but Auburn, you know, team with a pretty good quarterback. I think they should have been able to do it, and all around Harson and and the Tigers, man, they just don't have it figured out. So I got the Hogs. Yeah, man, and the ESPN FBI, like you said, 56.3% in Auburn's favor. And, you know, guys, Isaac has been a longtime member of the TBD staff, but he's new to the podcast, Uh, but he's got to know, and you guys got to know too, a big theme of this podcast is that the ESPN FBI is like most always wrong. Vegas is a lot closer a lot of the time, even though they never, I mean, even though they don't get it right a lot of the time, uh, the ESPN FPI is not correct a lot of times. So if Auburn comes out and wins this one, sure, you know, but it will be a close game. I, I do think it will be a close game, but yeah, I still say, I still I say Arkansas will cover the spread. All right, next game up again, another one pretty off the radar in the Big Twelve: Oklahoma at Iowa State at 12 p.m. Still in the noon caps game. Uh, Oklahoma four and three. Iowa State three and four, and Iowa State zero and four in the conference. Man, they're looking for their first conference win. The ESPN FPI has them at sixty two point two percent, and the spread on this is one point in the spread of Oklahoma's favor. So Isaac, will the Iowa State Cyclones finally get a win in conference, or will Oklahoma continue the losing streak for Iowa State? Well, I think it's a great question. Uh, I think this game has a has a a potential to be a decent one, considering that Oklahoma's defense has not been good. Oklahoma, I mean, I I figured it's, with a guy like Brent Venables, a head coach, they would have been better all around on both sides of the ball. But it's not been the case yet. It's year one. You know, I don't want to judge him too quickly. Um, but all in all, I think this will be a decent game. I mean, you got a team that's fighting to stay above five hundred and a team that's fighting to get to five hundred and and get their first conference win. I think the Cyclones will probably make it a close game, uh, but I'm going to go with the Sooners in this one. I think Oklahoma's going to be able to get it done. Yeah, man. I So this is going to be a really close one, I think. I mean, this was a close one when Iowa State. And Iowa State, man, they've had some close games. They almost beat Kansas. They almost beat Texas. I mean, Texas was 10-9, to 9, dude. I mean, they just... Oh, man, it was close. I, I call this one to be a close one, too, and that's probably why Vegas is calling this game by one point in Oklahoma's favor. Um, but I got to say, I'm going to go with the Sooners on this one. I, I can't pick Iowa State. They have just been, they've just proven that they cannot follow through to finish the game and win. Uh, you know, if they make adjustments, especially with how terrible Oklahoma's defense is, and with this being at Iowa State, I definitely see them winning this. 
but I, I got I'm picking Oklahoma on this one. I can I can see Iowa State coming in and trying to and, and getting close, but not enough to finish it out. I got the Sooners on this one, and Joey is also picking I believe Oklahoma. He is picking Oklahoma on this one so that's 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 good it's a good pick another tbd triple big is that four in a row it is i was just in your counting four wow four in a row that is crazy all right cool next up another off the radar game miami at virginia acc matchup miami hurricanes three and four virginia cavaliers three and four uh miami one and two in the conference virginia one and three in the conference both trying to get to 500 whoever uh wins this game will get to 500 espn fpi got miami 54 percent and the spread is two this is going to be a close game i can definitely see that just because of how pretty terrible these teams are i mean virginia struggling with with georgia tech just, just last week um and miami coming off a pretty god-awful loss to duke gave like turned the ball over eight times um, yeah, this, this is going to be a tough pick, dude. Um, it's at Virginia, man, this is difficult because Miami dude, like they, they don't, they, they know how to give the ball over. It's like, if they can stop the turnovers, I think they could win this game, but Virginia, man, their defense is, is not terrible. They just can't finish either, but they give the ball over too. This is like, this is like the battle of the two worst turnover teams, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, ultimately I got to pick Miami, dude. I can't, I can't, I, that, I feel like they're just the stronger, the stronger one to pick at this point. I, I, I call Miami to cover the spread more. I'd probably say by at least seven. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mason. I think this will be a, this will be a battle of the, uh, of the mediocrity. I and mean, this will be a battle of mediocrity between the two teams. I think Miami has a pretty good shot. You know, I was looking at the scores and both of these teams lost to Duke by 20 plus points and, it, no disrespect to Duke football, but when you lose to Duke football by twenty plus points, you're really in trouble. You know, <laughs> once again, these are these are two schools in Miami and UVA that most of the time we talk about during basketball season. Uh, with that being said, I'm I'm going to go with the Canes as well. I don't think there's any way that the Cavaliers get it done. Most of all, because UVA is just not a great football team, and and Miami, you know, they're not fantastic by any means, but I think they'll be able to get it done. Yeah, I think I think Miami's going to win, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have another TBD triple pick here because I'm pretty sure Joey is picking. Yep, Miami. There you go. That's five in a row. What <laughs> you done? All right, we got we're halfway through. We got five more games for you. Let's get through them. All right, another one, another one in the Big Ten. You know, it's a couple of unranked teams. There's a lot of unranked teams, man. There's not a lot of big games this week where you know the number one, two, and three teams are getting knocked off or possibly getting knocked off. All right, this is Rutgers at Minnesota at two thirty. That's kind of a weird time, you know. Two thirty is usually three thirty or you know four. But yeah, yeah, we got Rutgers at Minnesota, 2.30 p.m., Rutgers 4-3, and Minnesota 4-3, and and both 1-3 and in the conference. So once again, all right, the matchup predictor has Minnesota 88.5. Uh, spread is 14 in Minnesota's favor, but it's Joey's turn to go first. So Joey is picking, boom, just like I thought, Minnesota. Joey, I'm right there with you. I think Minnesota is going to win as well. Uh, I really don't think Rutgers is good enough to beat Minnesota, and I think Minnesota is going to cover the spread. With all due respect, I, I'm honestly shocked that Rutgers has won four games. Uh, but in all, in all seriousness, you know, looking at it from a realistic standpoint, you know, the FPI, I will be more than shocked if this if this goes south. Uh, I, I like the Gophers in this one. I think Minnesota gets it done simply because Rutgers is not a great football team. Minnesota's not great either, but they have their moments, and you know they tend to be okay at times. So I got the Gophers in this one. I think they'll cover the spread probably by more, honestly. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that as well. Uh, moving on to our next game, uh, you know, 
It's time for one of the oldest rivalries in the SEC. My, This is my personal game of the week, and if I guess we had to have an SEC game of the week, this would be it. It is Florida versus number one Georgia at 3.30 p.m. This game is, is played in Jacksonville. It's always played in neutral side. At least it has been for like the past 20 years. Uh, this is a, this is an important game because no matter how good the team is, uh, I mean, you know, Florida could be terrible and Georgia could be great like this, like it will be this weekend or in past. Florida could be great all season and Georgia could be could be cheeks. So, uh, you know, I don't, this isn't going to be we're not gonna take much time on this one because, you know, we all know the pick anyway. It's probably about to be like the seventh TBD triple pick in a row. Uh, matchup predictor predicting Georgia by 92. The spread is 22 and a half in Georgia's favor. I called Georgia to cover the spread more, bro. They got it 100%. This will not be an issue. I got the dogs. Yeah, I got I got to be right there with you, Mason. I, I like the dogs by probably 31. I mean, you know, I hate to immediately jump the spread that much, but Florida's proven, even though they're 4-3 and three and they put up 35 points on LSU, they've proven to not be a, a great football team. Maybe they're working out their kinks. I think Billy Napier has a shot to win in the SEC. It won't be this year, and it definitely won't be against that Georgia defense. I got the dogs. Yeah, man, and people are going to talk, you know, whatever they want to talk about. But the thing is, Florida, they're very run-heavy. And that's what I said about LSU. That's you know LSU has trouble uh, covering the run. It's crazy they can actually cover the pass, which is one of the reasons why they were able to defeat Ole Miss because they're very pass-heavy offense. But because Florida runs so much, I mean that's what Georgia does, man. We stop the run up front. We have one of the most physical front sevens in college football. So yeah, I got the dogs in this one, and you know just just because you know, we we know that jo- that Joey is picking Georgia. So another, that's the seventh TBD triple pick in a row. All right, next game up. All right, this one's kind of crazy. I can't believe it. But yeah, we're Missouri at number 25, South Carolina. And yes, I said South Carolina. Now look, I'm, I'm just saying, South Carolina is five and two, Missouri three and four. So South Carolina is actually two and two. They're not doing terrible. You know, they, I mean, they got a rough schedule coming up though, man. Uh, they got to play Tennessee and Clemson before the season is over. Uh, so obviously they're not going to the championship or anything, but you know, Beamer ball, dude, it's for real down there. Apparently. I mean, they're, they're playing some good, they're playing some good football, uh, up in Columbia. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, the spread is four points in South Carolina's favor. Uh, and it's 68% on the matchup predictor, man, but you just got to tell me, bro. Who you got? Well, Mason, I I felt really good when I looked at the FPI. It's got it's got South Carolina by by sixty eight percent, and then I looked at the spread and it was only four points. And so I thought, well, maybe I should go, maybe I should go with those Tigers. But then I was like, no, nah, I don't think that's going to be it. I think Beamer balls for real. I think Rattler's finally finding his stride. And even though you know South Carolina's probably going to finish with four, three, four or five losses because of their schedule they have coming up with Clemson and. Um, in Tennessee, all in all, I like the Cox in this one. I think they'll cover the spread. I think I got the Cox by a touchdown, maybe ten. I don't know. It'll be relatively close, but the Cox will get it done. Dude, I just got to tell you right now, Cox by freaking ninety. You're welcome, Abigail Grace Conan. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got the Cox, bro. I got the Cox probably by at least. I'm gonna say fourteen, dude. I don't think Missouri's that great. Like you can say, like, oh, well, they, you know, Georgia or whatever. Yeah, man, they threw everything they had at us. They tried to get the dub and they didn't. And they fall apart in the second half, man. They barely got past Vanderbilt, you know. And you know what? You can say, well, that's really bad for Georgia. You know what? Probably is for our strength of schedule. You're right. I'll say you're right. But you know what? Georgia just played a bad game. We're not talking about that one right now. Anyway, yeah, I got South Carolina. I think, I think, like you said, Rattler's finding his stride. They're a good football team. Uh, Beamer's turning the program around in only his second year. Like this is a good South Carolina team, especially because South Carolina had to wait till like week ten 
to make a bowl last year. It was like the game before Clemson. So I guess that's like week 12. The game before Clemson, they got their sixth win and made the bowl. Uh, and then they beat UNC in the in the Dukes Mayo Bowl uh, with the carry on Joiner at quarterback, which is awesome. But yeah, uh, and like you know, this this is pretty self explanatory. Yeah, Joey got USC, so that's like what the eighth TV <laughs> triple pick in a row. Good lord, man, our records are just gonna. We might run the table with this one. I'm about to say our records might just stay the same. We might all go ten and zero. You never know, man. All right, uh, next up, second to last game. Going to move quickly. Uh, we got number 15, Ole Miss, at Texas A&M at 7.30 p.m. Ole Miss coming in off a loss to LSU last week. Go Tigers, apparently. Uh, you know, that was the one I lost on. Anyway, uh, Ole Miss 7-1, taking their first loss. Texas A&M, Aggies 3-4. and four. Uh, and, you know, Ole Miss 3-1 and one in the conference. Texas A&M 1-3 in the conference. This uh, game is 57%. In Ole Miss's favor from the AESPN FPI, and it's only the spread is two in Ole Miss's favor. Uh, that is crazy. We're gonna let Joey pick this one first. Joey is going with Ole Miss to win this game. Now we've talked about before how dude, College Station is a difficult place to play. Probably the second most difficult. You know, I mean, look, Bryce Young lost there last year. Uh, but then you can also look and say, well, App State beat them there this year. So <laughs> it just depends on the day, man. But yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with Ole Miss as well. I think I, I don't, after seeing the way Texas A&M played at South Carolina, they have some major difficulties and some things going on there, especially uh, some locker room incident involving Jimbo's son, apparently. Not sure. Still don't have all the details on that, but I do know that there was like four or five freshmen players that were suspended from their team that were playing that were starters so that's gonna hurt them I got all Miss yeah and I was just getting ready to say I wasn't sure what the details were on what happened but I did read that there were a few players suspended from A&M you know as as difficult as Kyle Field is going to be to play on a, on a Saturday night it's going to be a tough place but I think I, as much as it pains me to say uh, I think the Rebels will get back on track and I think they'll get the win yeah there you go that's nine in a row <laughs> all right last game we got Another Big 12 matchup. Last one, Baylor at Texas Tech at 7.30. Again, not a lot of great games. Uh, this one, this one's probably going to be pretty close. This is uh, this is 50.8% from the ESPN FPI in Texas Tech's favor. Two and a half points in the spread in Texas Tech's favor. Uh, Baylor Bears, 4-3. Uh, Texas Tech, 4-3. and three, Both 2-2. Two and two. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, both these teams are already over 500, but they're just trying to get games for the bowl at this point, man. Trying to get to the, trying to get to the bowl. All right, man. I gotta pick this one, and I don't want to, but you know what? I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna go with Texas Tech to cover the spread. You know what? Yep. I, I was about to backtrack that, and I decided I'm gonna go with Texas Tech. Um, there's been some, there's been some difficult play, games played at Texas Tech this season, and all the teams that have that have played there. Um, have not come out with wins. Texas Tech knows how to play at home. So I got the Raiders at Texas Tech this weekend and covering the spread. Yeah, I think that's a great pick, Mason. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm, I I would love to see Baylor get the win. You know, I'd like to see David Randon succeed. But for some reason, Baylor has kind of fallen off a tad bit this season. Um, a, like you said, Texas Tech, you know, they, they've played well at home. You know, the spread's only two and a half. I'd like them to cover that. Uh, I'm going to go with the Red Raiders, even if I would like Baylor to win. I'm going to go with the Raiders because I'm not dumb. See, man. <laughs> it's funny uh you know see man i i, I want to pull for baylor too i think they got a good defense i think they can win this game uh but i'm i'm going with texas tech to win it just because of what i've seen 
at at Texas Tech this year. Uh, and Joey is picking Texas Tech as well. There you go. The records are not changing at all this week. Uh, the, the, Joey's still going to have a at least a you know at least a game lead at the end of the week and at the end of the weekend. And uh, that's that, man. So yeah, we all picked the same. It's not a crazy week. Wow. I can't believe we actually did that because I did not look at Joey's picks before this. I promise, except for the ones that we said his picks first. Um, but yeah, that that's our podcast. We got an interesting week of college football coming up. And uh, yeah, man, go freaking dogs. Go Tigers. Let's do it. Heck, heck yeah. Always remember, no matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. Know that John 3, 16 through 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And yes, that is truth. That is the biblical 100% truth that we believe here at TBD Sportscast. Just know that salvation in Jesus is incredibly close to the heart and mission of TBD Sportscast. We want all of our listeners to know Jesus and follow him because he loves you. God sent his only son to die for you because he loves you. While you were still his enemy, he sent his only son to die for you. That's what it tells us in Romans 5.8. If you ever have any questions about that or if you're struggling with anything and you just need somebody to talk to, whether it be mental health, mental illness, faith struggles, anything like that, you can always reach out to us. You can hit us up on our Instagram DMs, message us on Facebook Messenger, or just leave a comment on this YouTube video. We'll always get back to you, we'll always talk to you. We're praying for our listeners, and we just, once again, want you to know that you can have freedom and joy and peace that passes understanding, and it's only from one place, and that is salvation in Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you guys have a great weekend of college football. We hope you enjoy watching the games, and we will see you next week. Later. Bye-bye.